You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I am the host here. I'm a therapist that lives in Nashville. For most of you guys, you've either assumed or you know that I'm a therapist. But quick little reminder before we get started today that even though I am that, I am not giving you therapy via a podcast, and this podcast does not serve as therapy. It can be helpful, though. Also, side note, Wednesday will be our two years. So that's very exciting. As we're heading into a new year, we get to celebrate the fact that this thing has been around for two freaking years. Who would have thought? I hoped, but I don't know if I thought that I'd still be doing it two years later. So normally at the end of a year, in the beginning of a new year, what happens is we reflect or we look forward and we make goals, intentions, all those things, New Year's resolutions. And what I'm not going to do is an episode on New Year's resolutions. But I do have something to talk about regarding that idea with you guys. So today it's just me, if you haven't figured that out yet, talking to you guys about what happens when we look back on where we are and think about where we want to go. I really want to talk about what happens when we see something that we want and we see something that we want and we also think it's possible to have or to create or to go move towards. And before I say anything else, I want everybody to know that I think goals are awesome and they're pretty imperative. We need them. I think they're very helpful. I think New Year's resolutions can be awesome. I think that it's perfectly okay to think about what you want to be different in the year ahead of you. A hundred percent. I think that is very helpful for us to have some idea of what we want in our lives. We can see what we want to put energy into. And therefore, if we are seeing that, then we have more of a chance to actually put energy into it and then more of a chance to actually have that thing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. What can happen though, and what I'm not a fan of, is when we start to want something bad enough, we sometimes walk ourselves into this thing called scarcity mindset. 
We don't always do this, but sometimes we do, and it's worth paying attention to and talking about before we go and do it in January. And if you're already living in this, that's okay. We can walk you out of it by just paying attention to it as well. And if you're like, what's scarcity mindset? Simple. A scarcity mindset is just living with the mentality that there isn't enough. And this can be like anything. It can be time, money, energy, people, jobs, food, empathy, like it can be anything. And what happens when we are living in this is we make decisions that we wouldn't probably normally make. So scarcity mindset can change the way you make choices. And for me, I know I've been in scarcity mindset in my past and sometimes more more currently when I'm making choices, not based on like actually what I want and need in it, but it feels like it's like I don't have a choice. I'm making choices, but I feel like I don't have a choice. So in the past when I started my practice, I would always say yes to clients and schedule them even when it really actually didn't work with my schedule and I was like overbooking myself not like two clients in one hour although I have done that accidentally before but like scheduling too many clients in a day or something or working too late or too early Um, because if I don't see them then like I won't have a chance to see them ever again or they're gonna leave or something like that if I don't go on this date this week then I will never get asked on another one (laughs) That's not true. But sometimes we think that I have to buy this now or I need to buy five of them because maybe they're going to be gone when I need them. I have to take this phone call right now, even though I have things that I need to do, because if I don't talk to them right now, then I'll never get a chance to talk to them again. So those are just like some examples that obviously doesn't cover it all. But basically, it's like this idea that I have to do it all. I have to have it all. I have to find it all. I have to get it all right now because I'm afraid if I don't take this now, I'm going to lack something I want later. And what scarcity does is it orients your mind towards unfulfilled needs and desires. It also doesn't allow you to appropriately plan for the future. And the thing about our brains is they're very cool. We know this. And at the same time, they are limited. And if a large part of our attention is kind of put towards one issue or one thing, that same attention can't be like multiplied and put towards something else. It's used on that. And Scarcity mindset isn't always bad. When it comes to survival, this is something that can help keep us alive. So our mind is orienting on food or shelter or something like that when when those resources really are scarce and then our attention's put on that and then we make sure we survive. Like that's a good thing. That helps keep people moving and going and breathing. Also, if we're talking about time being scarce, this can be helpful in the sense that um, we recognize that um, we have deadlines and we don't have enough, we don't have a infinite amount of time to finish this project. So we put our attention towards it. So we do it. That's awesome. The issue with scarcity mindset is when you live in it, when the resources may not actually be scarce. When that happens, those unfulfilled desires overtake like everything. They overtake logic, morality, patience, our peace of mind. I, I could go on. People with scarcity mindset have this zero-sum view of the world. So whatever is gained by one person is lost by another. There's not enough for everybody. If life is a pie, there's only like a certain amount of everything to go around. And because of this, scarcity mindset can also set our pace at a very high level. Like I said before, I have to do this now and I have to do it fast before it's too late we get put in this rush and it offers us like a lot of anxiety because we're operating from fear. And then, like I said, we feel rushed, then we rush, then a lot of things happen. And when I was working in a residential treatment 
center, a lot of times what would happen with clients is they would come in, most of them not wanting to be there. Some of them did. Often they did not want to be there. And eventually a lot of them did actually settle into where they were and started to grab onto the ideas that, that they were learning and really digging into their stuff. And they were getting more out of it than I think they had imagined they ever could. And then they would get really excited. They'd get excited to go out and live their lives in a new way. And they would do all this good work and then they'd want to like just jump out of treatment and run straight into the life that they like now are imagining that this perfect new whatever life. And they would want things like, oh, I'm going to go find a new healthy relationship or I'm going to go be the dad I always wanted to be or I'm going to go get this job or this career. I'm going to go right back into school. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to move to a new city that I've always wanted to move to. And they would want to do all these exciting, awesome things, but they would have to do it like right away time was becoming scarce, right? So all of a sudden time was of of the essence. And the truth is time is limited. So it's not like time is a resource that we will never run out of. We will. But when we operate from a scarcity mindset around time, we often end up losing time. And I'm going to explain that. I would say over and over and over to clients, and I still say it to them now, the dynamic of what I was doing in the treatment center offered more opportunity for this to like be necessary to talk about. But I would say over and over and over again, Slow equals fast. And I would either get rolling eyes (laughs) or I would get like, "Uh uh-huh, what does that even mean? And to the rolling eyes, I would laugh and say like, I know, like I know this is annoying. And what would be more annoying was if you ended up back in my office four months from now, like right back at square one, that would be more annoying than taking your time. And the ones that were confused, I would say, think about the stories that we've been told since we were kids over and over again, like slow and steady wins the race. Now, life isn't a race, but when it comes to your life, when we rush, we usually have to start over or we miss things and we have to like take a pause and stop and then it ends up being more time than we even like imagined in the first place if we would have just taken our time. When we rush, we miss a lot too because we're just focused on that rush and we're not fully invested in our lives. Now, if we focus where our feet are, like literally at the step we're on, life's never going to be too much for us. If we focus on the steps that we are currently taking, the step I am currently taking, life really will never be too much because all you have to do is that step. But if we're focusing 100% of the time on the finish line, right, on these things that we are like, oh, we want these things out, then we end up forgetting to look down. We don't focus on the step we're on. We end up tripping, we end up falling, and it will take us way longer to get there. And something that I recently learned, which I love this, I wish I knew this back in the day, something that I recently learned was that Navy SEALs often use this um, phrase, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, which proves my point beautifully, right? Because if slow is smooth and smooth is fast, then slow equals fast. And I think they got this idea from like practicing slowly um, so that like the correct patterns are ingrained in their like muscle memory as they're, they're learning things. Because when you push yourself to perform faster, what happens is you mess up what you're doing and then you either like have to start all over or you have to go back a couple steps and it's taking you longer than it would have taken if you just were slow and smooth. I actually had a client that ended up getting slow goes fast tattooed when she left treatment because it was so helpful to her when we would I would remind her of this. And I thought that was so cool. She was one of the people who had, and I hope has, a real excitement to go out and really live. And she did amazing work, was just, is and was an awesome human being. And she was just so excited to live life once she realized that there was like more to life than what she was 
living in before. But she still had work to do after she left treatment. And I make up in my head is that once she saw how capable she was of living a full life, she just like couldn't wait to get there. Which for a therapist or even a human seeing this person, seeing her life play out was really exciting. And I knew if she rushed into certain parts, she would end up back in my office pretty quick. So sometimes slow equals fast is taking the safe route and not the shiny, exciting route. Sometimes that's like aftercare for those who are in treatment. Um, It's like taking a step down. It's going to a PHP or IOP after treatment instead of just like jumping back into your life, into your full-time job and all the things. I think sometimes we think, oh, 90 days, I did 90 days of treatment, it's time to go back to life as usual, and you might need time to ease into it. You might need to step down one rung at a time instead of just jumping off the ladder. And for some of us, slow equals fast equals like being the underdog for a while, allowing ourselves to learn and be observers before we're the ones being observed. And this is really hard when things like success seem limited not just time but success like there's only enough winning and succeeding for a certain amount of people to win and succeed i worked for a um, fitness studio a couple years ago that really highlighted this especially after i left i could see it more because i got sucked into it to be very honest and rather than perfecting our own product there was so much time spent tearing apart our competitors like our competition when what was lost then was all these precious moments where we could be sitting in our own experience and feeling what we're doing and being excited about what we're doing and talking about what we were doing like we lost a lot of that time because we were focused so much on like making sure the people around us like weren't doing something as good as us or convincing ourselves that they weren't doing something as good as us when like why can't we both do something good at the same time Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. 
It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Now the funny thing, or I don't know if it's funny, but is when you live in a place where your competition doing well doesn't steal your ability to also do well, you actually perform better. You really do. The pressure is kind of off and you're less likely to try and do what they're doing better than them and more likely to do what you do well. And when you focus more on what you're doing and you practice more on what you're doing, then you're actually getting better at what you're doing. Like that seems very simple. But I think a lot of times we do in our lives think that like only a certain amount of people can be successful. Like it's not even just like with work or stuff like that. It can be like they got a boyfriend or they got a girlfriend or they got married or they had a baby or they bought a house or they made this much money. And it's like we can't be excited for them and also still excited for ourselves because it feels like when they win, then we're losing when there's still the ability for you to, to win. You still have that ability. I've been saying this statement for a long time and it goes, you were created on purpose for a purpose with purpose. I've been saying that for a couple of years now, but when I first heard it, it really annoyed me a lot. Like I had to wrestle with it. It didn't seem fair a lot of times. And I would often think stuff like, I don't get why I have to deal with this. And I felt like I got like a shorthand of the stick. Is that even the phrase? I got the shorthand. What is the phrase? <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I, I drew the short straw something like that. But I got really angry with God even because at times I felt like if that was true, I, true disdain, like anger towards his purpose for me. I saw other people's wins as my losses. There wasn't enough of what I wanted in the world to go around. Or maybe I just wasn't getting what I wanted when I wanted it. So then I wanted to take shortcuts, right? Because like I wanted to like make my life what I wanted my life to be as soon as possible because time is scarce, got to do it now. And this happens in relationships for a lot of people, right? So especially those who have a more insecure, anxious attachment style. We want a relationship so bad. So then we jump into them and then we skip steps because we want what we want. And then we overshare and then maybe we create these bonds over our trauma. And we think that we have this like super intimate relationship, but really we're just sharing a lot of information. And then all of a sudden the relationship ends and we're back at square one and we're really upset and sad. And we're like, oh, we wasted all this time because then we're thinking to ourselves, did I even like him? Did I even like him? Or did I like the idea that like, oh, I had somebody that was interested in me. Did I even like him or do I feel like the choices around me are scarce? So I just had to pick somebody. Yeah. For those of you who are like, oh, that's me. Yeah. Like that happens all the time. And I'm going to say some cliche things here, but it's okay because they're also true. Something that tends to be very difficult for a lot of people to really accept, it sounds nice, but it's hard to really accept it, is that our lives are not about just getting to destinations. They really are about living our lives. They're about this journey. It's not about the actual thing. It's about what happens on your way to get that thing. That's what the true essence of life is about. And I also like to put a little twist on this and say, it's not so much about getting somewhere or getting to that thing. It's about who we are when we get there. It's about who we are when we get that thing. 
It's not about having a relationship. It's about the quality of that relationship. That's, that's the most important. It's about what that relationship is, not just having one or not having one. And when we don't realize this, what we end up doing is we choose a path of like dissociation from the truth. Because this idea, you were created for purpose, on purpose, with a purpose, like that is the truth. But when we don't like like that or when we don't realize that like life really is about living it and not about like just getting somewhere, we dissociate from that truth. And then we end up bypassing a lot of roads that are crucial, not just getting us to the thing, but getting us to that person. And we do that in therapy. Like when we go to therapy and we want to work on ourselves, we orient towards our goals, right? We want to have X. I want to do this. I want to have this in my life. And we miss that like one of the most important parts about therapy is actually allowing yourself to to become fully the person that you were created to be. It's not just about like, oh, I'm going to get this thing or I'm going to stop this having this thing. It's like, oh no, the important part is that you're like becoming this person that like feels really good to be. I hear over and over and over and over again that the reason someone doesn't want to leave a relationship is that they are afraid and they're afraid that they won't find someone else. The idea of partners are scarce, like I was talking about before. They're not enough fish in the sea or maybe that there are a lot of fish in the sea, but not enough that would want to date me or want to be with me. Well, the more you choose someone from this place and choose to stay with someone from this place, the further you will be from a relationship that actually feels kind and loving and good. And so to that, I would say, maybe we just need to take the rush out of that. Slow, like slow equals fast. You are more likely to get the relationship that you want and that you desire and you long for if we stop trying to rush into relationships that probably don't feel that good anyway. We're trying to make things fit. Slow is smooth, less bumps, less crashes and burns, less toxic relationships. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast less toxic relationships I'm in, the more healthy relationships I will probably be in, which means I might actually end up in a relationship I want to be in that feels good. Now, I don't always feel this way. There are days that I don't, I will say that, but I really do have an opportunity now to be thankful for the slowdown in my life. I get to be thankful for a slow pace because the slow pace that I allow myself to live within kind of lets me experience my life and make choices out of truth, right? Not just like fear, fear that I won't get what I want because resources are limited when really those resources might not be limited. The slow pace brings me exactly where I need to be when I need to be there. And again, I don't always like it because I want to be there faster, but it the slow pace does that job for me. So kind of pulling this all full circle because started this talking about like New Year's and resolutions and all that. The idea here is that creating goals and identifying what you want in your life isn't always just about having those things. It's about creating movement towards those things in your life. It's about creating movement and creating a life and lifestyle that like orients me towards the things I want versus orients me towards forcing myself to create the things I want right now in my life. And then who knows what's happening. That's when the logic and the peace and the, all of that kind of gets thrown out the window. I've mentioned this a couple times throughout the last, I guess, year but last year on the podcast, my I had my best friend on Tori, Tori Ross, and she, or Tori Poole, oh, I still call her Tori Ross. She's been married for a little bit now. But anyway, she was on and, and she was talking about just her life and her rush to like be somewhere at a certain age. And, and she said like, life is not really short. It's actually pretty long. There's a lot of things that are going to happen. And there's a lot of stuff you're going to do. 
And I love that because I think it's true. Life is long, but life is short when we feel like we have to rush everything. Life is short when we think everything's scarce because what we do is we take ourselves out of our life. We're more focused on the end. We're more focused on that thing and we lose time because we're not experiencing what we have right now, what we're in right now, the movement we're making right now, the step we're on right now. And when we think life is really short and we rush things, we have to usually start over, over and over and over again. And then we tell us the story that we're never going to get the things we want. But I don't think that's true. I think a lot of times the reason that that's happening and we keep falling down and falling on our faces is because we need to just take the rush out. We deserve the things that are put on our heart. You deserve the things that are put on your heart. And what would happen to those things if you believed that one, there was enough of that thing to go around and two, you didn't have to rush it because you have time to get it. So as you think about what you want to be different next year, as you make your New Year's resolutions or your goals, I want to encourage you to look at these things differently. What would change, like really what would change if it became more about the process of getting there rather than getting there? Success is not scarce. Joy and happiness, they're not scarce. They're like infinite. Those things are not a pie that like there's like eight pieces and once they're gone, they're gone. Like success and joy and happiness, all those things, there's enough for Millions and millions and billions and billions and billions of people to have. We're not running out of that. We never will. Now, the trick here also is that we still have to operate from a place of caring, right? So it's not like, oh, there's no rush, so I don't have to do anything ever. Like, it's not like joy is infinite, so I don't have to do anything to cultivate joy. No, you still have to drive the car up your life. Like, you still need to be in the car and driving it. But now I want you to drive this car without a need to get to the destination, like before the person next to you. Like you don't have to like speed up and pass that person. Like you can just drive next to them. You can drive the speed limit. You could even go like a couple miles per hour under because when you get there, there's still going to be enough for you. This is, I think, really important for us to like hold on to. There is enough time for you to live the life you were created to live. If you believe that you were created for purpose with purpose on a purpose, then there is going to be enough time for you to live the life you were created to live. The tricky thing here, though, this will only be true for you if you believe it. If you don't believe it and you rush and everything's scarce, you're going to fumble. You're not going to create that muscle memory. You're not, you're going to have to start over. You're going to, it's going to take more time. You're going to end up probably giving up. But if you believe that there's enough time and there is enough happiness, there's enough joy, there is enough of the things on your heart that you desire, there's enough of those to go around. If you believe that, there will be enough time for you to live the life you're created to live. So make the goals, make them, write them down, decide what you want to be different, decide what you really long for in your life. I want you guys, I want everybody to have things to look forward to in their life. But I want you to also highlight that those things that you're writing down, there's no rush to get them. So slow equals fast, my friends. And I hope that holding on to that and writing that down somewhere and hearing that helps give you what you need to like orient your life towards a place and a space where you know and believe and think that the things that you want are possible. And yeah, so that kind of does it for me today. Again, Wednesday is our two-year anniversary. So I'm going to do some reminiscing on just the most exciting and eye-opening parts of this process has been for me and my favorite parts of the podcast and my favorite conversations and all of that. So get excited for that. And thank you guys, honestly, because two years is a big deal. I'm going to thank you again on Wednesday. So I'm going to make this short, but 
it's a huge deal for me. And I'm so excited to get to go into year three and plan for that uh, for 2022. Um, you can follow me at cat.defada on Instagram and at you need therapy podcast on Instagram. Please do that. And if you have any questions that you would like to be answered on a couch talks episode, send them to Catherine at you need therapy podcast.com. And lastly, if you would do me the biggest favor and give this podcast a little rating at the bottom, five stars, if you think we deserve it, I would really appreciate that. So give us a rating if you haven't so far. If you have, you guys, I appreciate that so much. It means a lot to me. Have the day you need to have and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.